All right, everybody. Welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. Happy to have you listening. Happy to have you with me. I'm your host, Matt Mingus, and uh, I hope everybody's staying healthy and, and uh, enjoyed COVID stand down week and was able to share that message with their workers and, and just you know do their best to keep everybody uh, in good health. Um, so this week, guys, you know, I've said before, anytime I have an opportunity to talk about trench collapses that happen, I'm going to do it. And unfortunately, it hasn't been that long since I talked about them once before. And here we are talking about them again. Uh, between January 15th and January 18th, I got three emails of trench collapses that have happened in three different places across the country. Um, couple of them are hitting close to home guys uh you know i've been able to sit here and say i've been for we've been fortunate that none of these are happening in our listening area but that's changing um not to say that it's a uh a member company or anything of that nature or anybody that's even associated with what we do um the one and we'll get to it the one that i'm referring to is a. Uh, you know, there's very little details out there, so I don't want to, you know, go too grave and dark and say, you know, we we're doing anything wrong or anything like that. Because to my knowledge, we're not, guys. I've said this before. You know, I have not met a member company from Nuka that does not take this stuff seriously. That being said, that doesn't mean we don't talk about it. You know, that doesn't mean we don't continue to educate and learn and you know and get better. And, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, so. We'll jump right into this first one. Uh, this first one is from Greenlee, Colorado. Uh, Greenlee Tribune, 59-year-old man identified as the person whose body was recovered from the bottom of a 10-foot trench when the wall collapsed. Uh, this report does give the name of the victim, but I'm going to refrain from doing that. Just I don't want to misspeak. Uh, as I've said before, some of these don't always give the most details. Uh, you know, but this one, 59 year old man working in the bottom of a 10 foot trench, uh, presumably with no shoring protection. It doesn't, you know, the story doesn't deliberately say he had no shoring protection, but, um, even if he did, if that wall collapsed on him, he, they weren't using it right. So 59 years old, um, husband, father, grandfather, you know, all, all, all the above, uh, not, not going home to his family. Uh, simply from not taking advantage of resources that are out there for everybody. You know, I, I feel like a broken record sometimes saying that, but I mean, I say that to my company all the time. I say it on here every time we talk about trench collapses. Uh, just within our Nuka family, guys, there's resources to present, prevent stuff like this from happening. Um, I know there's a Nuka of Colorado chapter, so if anybody from the Nuka of Colorado chapter is listening and has more details on this, I'd love to have you guys on and, and talk about it. And I know, you know, nobody wants to speak out of turn about another company that had an issue like this, but, you know, any public details, maybe you guys have more information than what I can get in my Google alerts. Uh, I would love to have more conversation about it. Uh, the next one, getting a little closer to home, uh, one per is Huntsville, Alabama. One person died at the scene of a trench collapse in Huntsville. Uh, the Huntsville Fire Marshal's office confirmed the crew responded this afternoon to a situation on Jeff Road Northwest about 1.01 p.m. Uh, the Madison County Coroner 
said a worker was unable to escape the collapsing dirt of a sidewall of a trench and was later found dead, or later found and pronounced dead at the scene. The cause of the death was due to traumatic asphyxiation as the result of compression from substantial weight. The investigation is ongoing at this time. So basically, what they're saying there, traumatic asphyxiation as a result of substantial weight. Guys, I don't know if I've talked about it on here or not. I'm sure I have. Dirt is freaking heavy. Uh, I mean, you know, one of my guys had a great idea for our safety stand down that we do every year. Uh, Wants me to just get like a, a bag that will hold a yard of dirt and just challenge people to pick it up. A yard of dirt you know uh, guys that, that stuff is heavy you know a cubic yard falls on you i mean what do they, they say it's the, the weight of a small pickup truck i don't know anybody can bench press a small pickup truck at least not that works in our industry the guys that can are too big to fit in the ditch you know uh, th- these things are the scary thing about being trapped like that is that when you're down there and that that weight is on your back on your shoulders on your chest every time you exhale in your panic or in your fight for air that dirt sits on you and does not allow your lungs to reinflate to bring new air in so every time you exhale that last bit of air that goes out there's no new air coming in traumatic asphyxiation as a result from compression from substantial weight that entire sentence just scares the life out of me you know that's uh that's wicked Uh, that's got to be i mean it's basically drowning without being in water that's just a horrifying thought all right and then this last one guys um very little details on it so like i said i don't want to say too much but this one hits very close to home far listening area New Tazewell, Tennessee. A man is okay after being pulled out of a trench Thursday afternoon. A trench collapse was at 101 South Broad Street, according to Knox County Rescue Squad. No further details are available yet. Uh, They've got a big picture of the white and green Knox County Rescue Squad truck in this article. Uh, So all we know on this one is that a man was trapped in a trench collapse in New Tazewell, Tennessee, and the Knox County Rescue Squad responded and got him out uh, safely i don't know if that goes on or continues to be uh, kind of injuries or hospitalization or anything of that nature uh, so like i said guys that one's hitting close to home um, you know from what i read in this with a little bit of details i have we can presume i think that the man is okay which is fantastic a uh, big round of applause big kudos to that Knox County Rescue Squad for for getting out there and, and getting this stuff done. Um, also, you know, guys, <laughs> that is directly in our listening area for this podcast. You know, this podcast, guys, we talk, we speak directly to Middle Tennessee chapter and East Tennessee chapter of Nuka. So that that is directly affecting us, hitting home for our our listening area, our listening members. Um. So, again, if there's anybody from the East Tennessee side that has more details about what happened uh, or can shed more light on this incident or, you know, confirm that this man is okay, I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to chat about it and, and 
you know, and, and just talk more detail on it. Because, uh, I mean, guys, that's three trench collapses from last week. Uh, you know, I, I didn't get this particular email until the 15th, but it says the posted story date was January 14th. And I still have not seen any more updated details. Usually as details come out, I get more more information. But on this one, they must have, I don't know, I guess the man being okay doesn't fit the news narrative. So they're not going to talk about it anymore. Uh, so anybody that knows anything about this, I'd love to talk about it. Uh, folks from Colorado, I'd love to talk to you guys about what happened out there. Um, Huntsville, I don't, there is no NUCA chapter in Alabama, um, but I know they have a utility association so if there's any listeners in alabama that can shed more light on that and we can have a conversation and you know just wake people up uh you know th- these things are happening across the country that are 100 percent preventable 100 percent preventable i don't know how else to put that you know it's not like this is a situation where you can't see it coming i mean you can't see you don't know when the wall is going to collapse of course but you know it's a danger it's like it's basically the number one damn danger in what we do we work in trenches every day we dig trenches every day we get in them and put pipe in the ground and connect pipe and make taps and all the things that go along with it uh even companies that are just excavators they dig holes they dig ponds they dig footers they dig pits they dig things where the walls can come in on you like guys this isn't rocket science And, you know, again, I don't want to come off like I'm criticizing our members because that's not my goal here, guys. My goal is just to educate and spread information and keep everybody with their eyes open. You know, uh, one of the things we talked about during uh, the Washington Summit was how, quite frankly, our industry gets forgotten because nobody sees our work. Yeah, we're an inconvenience while the work's going in, tearing up sidewalks and roads and people's yards and but once we're gone and their plumbing's running good and their houses are warm and they've got running water and they can flush their toilets and take a shower and uh, don't have to walk out the front door and there's sewage in their yard. And, you know, once our job's done and gone, our industry gets forgotten about because we're out of sight, out of mind. We're, it, our, our work is buried. You know, if people were to take some of our aging infrastructure and raise it 15 feet above the sidewalks, no one would walk on the damn sidewalk. Well, the same thing happens with incidents in our industry. Um, you know, as we all know, OSHA pays attention. They've got their, they've re-emphasized their emphasis program on trench collapses, which is good. I mean, I know a lot of people hear OSHA having an emphasis program and they think, you know, big brothers out there to get you or watching over your shoulder. All they want is our people to go home safe too. Um, they enforce it in a way a lot of people kind of view as, uh, argumentative or, uh, the, the correct term is not coming to me at the moment. I know what I'm thinking, but I'm having trouble spitting it into the microphone here. But, you know, their goal is to make sure workers go home safe, as is ours. You know, so a lot of these things that happen, people don't notice. People's eyes are closed to them because our industry doesn't get thought of because our work is buried. You know, our people shouldn't be being buried in those trenches with our with our work and it's our responsibility as leaders of companies and leaders of this industry to make sure that people are safe it's just that simple you know it starts with us spreading a message 
of working safe and, ta- and caring for our people and making sure they're going home to their families unharmed. And that, that, that falls on us. And that's what we're going to do with this podcast and with the efforts of our chapters and is to make sure that these things don't go unseen. You know, I don't mean to come on here and point fingers or blame or anything else, but if there's a lesson to be learned from these things, then we have to look at those lessons so that we're not turning a blind eye to things that are happening in our industry across the country. You know, I've been um, noticing that, uh, you know, like I've said, it's been we've been good in our area. We've not really had any issues. Uh, this, this obviously this this new Tazewell, Tennessee, is something we need to look into and hopefully get more information on and find out what's going on and and you know have an opportunity for education. Uh, but I have been noticing that across the country, as Nuka grows and as uh, our influence on our industry grows, we're, you're seeing these things happen in Nuka areas. Now, I'm not saying they're Nuka member companies because I don't know who the companies are on these on some of these incidents. But Colorado, North Dakota, Tennessee, all Nuka areas. Uh, there was one in uh, Virginia last year. I'm sure that area of Virginia is reached by a Nuka chapter, either from Virginia or D.C. Um, it's It was before Nuka of Middle Tennessee started, but there were two trench collapses in, in Middle Tennessee, one in Gallatin and one in downtown Nashville. Uh, the one in Gallatin uh, killed a man, and the one in downtown Nashville with minor injuries. But there's opportunity for us as industry leaders and company leaders to influence people and to train and to educate and to open people's eyes to these things that are happening in an industry that is largely forgotten about, not forgotten about, but out of sight, out of mind, because our work is buried. So as I said, guys, our work may be buried. We don't need to be burying our people with it. It is our responsibility as industry leaders and company leaders to make sure people are paying attention to these things, seeing what's happening, and spreading the word to prevent it. This is all about education and getting the word out there so that people are noticing and taking precautions, taking steps to prevent these things from happening. When I say 100% preventable, I mean it. This is 100% preventable. So, uh, you know, as I said last time, just the resources here in our two chapters between United Rentals and Sunbelt and the other Trent Safety and Road Plate companies and... Uh, you know, I, I've National Trench Safety is a company that works big with National Nuka. And guys, if you don't know who to call, reach out to me, reach out to your chapter leaders, reach out to Nuka National. Somebody will find you a name to talk to, even if that person doesn't service that area. You know, I, I've been lucky enough to go to the safety directors forum a couple of times uh, over the past couple of years, and there is a wonderful couple. And the the name of their company is currently escaping me. Uh, But they own a trench safety and road plate company out in California. I can promise you that if you were to call them and need to ask a question about somebody on the east, about where to get something in the Midwest, the East Coast, whatever, they may not be able to service you. But I promise you that with their passion and their want to protect people in our industry, they would help you find somebody. That's the kind of community that we're building here with Nuka and the kind of community that that is there for people to take advantage of. Take advantage of those resources. That's what they're there for. That's why we put them together. That's why we come together and have these conversations, 
have these talks and these events and these educational topics and you know as Wendy and Natalie work on strategic plans for our two chapters education and safety and representation and it is the goal to so we can do our best to prevent not just trench collapses you know that's one this is one I harp on because this is one I get the Google alerts on and is honestly in my opinion probably the biggest challenge that we face as excavators but there's so much more to what we do that we can educate on and work safe on and learn and discuss so guys get involved let's have these conversations share these podcasts with your with your employees you know that if they want to get this stuff regularly they can hit the subscribe button on whatever whatever platform they listen to subscribe to the show they'll it'll you'll get a notification saying hey there's a new episode so if you, if you want your folks to listen and hear some of what we're talking about or you want to make sure you're getting it or spreading the word hit the subscribe button subscribe to the show and let us know who's watching or listening i guess i can't see me let us know who's listening and we'll continue to try to put content out there that will help educate and better our industry i mean that's the reason we're doing this so Let's act accordingly as industry leaders and company leaders and make sure we're doing right for our industry and our people. All right. So opportunities to get educated and get better. Uh, let's talk about that. Uh, we've got the national convention coming up. Great opportunity, guys. If you want to be an active member of NUCA, involved in what's going on in your chapters, involved in what's going on in national, and getting the best information from the best people across the country uh, this is the place to do it February 4th to the 6th Naples Grand Beach Resort I mean who doesn't want to go to the beach right now sounds like the perfect getaway after all the crap we've gone through this year uh, beautiful place uh, as I mentioned last time we were there two years ago uh, due to all the rescheduled and um, and you know promises that people had to hold up to for events that got postponed or rescheduled due to COVID. It was hard to find a, a place this year, and Naples Grand Beach Resort was like, hey, come on back here. You guys had a great time, and we definitely had a great time there. It was fantastic. Beautiful resort. A lot of fun. Looking forward to the, the Caterpillar team building event. Looking forward to all the great speakers they have lined up. Great economists lined up. Uh, great committee meetings coming up from, uh, you know, the – Government relations, safety, damage prevention, education, workforce development, recruitment and retention, you know, all kinds of stuff coming up. Um, if you want to get down there a day or two early, February 3rd is the uh, CEO Bobblehead Golf Tournament. So um, that's scary. Some bobbleheads of Doug Carlson just, you know, <laughs> I joke. <laughs> Doug's a, Doug's a great guy, so that should be a fun time as well. Uh, uh, but guys, I'm telling you, go on the Nuka website, check out the convention. The resort's doing a great job with health and safety stuff to uh, you know make sure we're all going to be safe and comfortable down there. Uh, there, it, it's not going to be an issue uh, as long as everybody does their part and washes hands and and does all the good stuff. Wear your mask, you know, social distance, all all the stuff that are our norms at this point. So. Let's just uh, get down there, be safe, have some fun, uh, and and it'll be a, a great event. Uh, coming up here in Middle Tennessee, uh, this podcast should have come out on Wednesday, January 20th. 
And so tomorrow, Thursday, January 21st at 11 a.m. Central Time, Tennessee and Kentucky contract law and how it affects your business from Jamie Little and Aaron Klein of Sites and Harbison. Uh, guys, that's going to be good. Uh, you know, Sites and Harbison is a group that when they joined, um, you know, I, I talked with them on this podcast and one of the things I told them, best way to take advantage of NUCA is to be involved. And they jumped in uh, with both feet and came out to the clay shoot and putting these webinars together for us and, and, and really, you know, trying to step up and become a great partner to what we do. So really appreciate that from Sites and Harbison. Uh, a couple of events coming up in February, uh, February 11th, and ed- we're looking to put on an educational event, and, p- and it's uh, Pizza Day, so that should be pretty good. Uh, February 25th is the Board of Directors meeting and a chili cook-off. Uh, competition between member companies to who makes the best chili. I'm not going to lie, I'm not real good at chili. I think I can grill about any damn thing, but I need to clarify, can my wife cook the chili? Because I really don't, I'm not, chili's not, uh, not really my thing, so. Anyway, uh I hope you guys, if you guys make some good chili, let, let's get out there. Let's try these things out. Let, let's sample all the chilies and let, let's have a little fun. You know, let's let's just get out there and enjoy uh, an event where we will be able to, to, you know, just here locally be able to enjoy some good food, be able to be socially distanced and be together in a responsible manner. I'm really, really looking forward to being able to do that. Uh, and then just a couple other uh, events you guys can take advantage of. Look in your... Um, Weekly emails from Natalie. Uh, there's all kinds of webinars from the Tennessee Chamber of Commerce and Industry, TOSHA virtual trainings, uh, record and rule keeping, basic safe and healthy, uh, I'm sorry, basic safety and health, uh, maintenance related OSHA standards, all kinds of stuff coming up in these emails that Natalie's putting in here for us. So uh, get a look at your weekly email and you'll get to see some of the upcom- more of the upcoming events that I'm not going to mention yet. Uh, and also, guys, you should have gotten your email to set up your member plant uh, profile. Set those suckers up and our calendar and our strategic missions and all that stuff will be presented on there. And, uh, you'll, and, we're, and we're also currently looking for committee members, guys. You know, all, all the committees that we have going, our education committee, our membership committee, networking committee, all need you guys' voice and, and input to help us develop and continue to improve our strategic plan. You know, Natalie put us through a lot of strategic planning. We've got a great strategic plan in place. Uh, but those, that's, a, that's a process that never stops. You know, strategic planning continues. And we need to know and hear from you guys what you guys are looking for, where you want us to, you know, direct these committees and and the committees are going to be reporting directly to the board of directors to help the board of directors decide what it is our members want to see us doing. So, guys, if you guys want to get involved in these committees from education, membership, networking, please reach out to Natalie and get involved and We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get these things headed in the direction that you guys want to see. All right. And now we got the East Tennessee chapter and what they got coming up. Uh, April 2nd, golf tournament coming up. June 17th, trend safety stand down. In September, they're going back to the dove hunt and chili cook-off. In October, going to have the axe throwing again. And then December, trying to get that holiday reception set up again where... You know, we all kind of had to take a step back on those this year. So 
That was uh, that. That'll be good. And then they've got two events that Wendy's taken to the board to get approval for this week. Uh, looking at February, hopefully a town hall project preview, and then uh, March tenth, they're looking to do a kickoff to a uh, membership drive, the drive to fifty-five. So that's a that's an awesome thing to be seeing out of East Tennessee. Them working towards those fifty-five members, that is killer. So it's a lot of good things coming out of both chapters. And uh, we're hoping to get uh, Wendy on here uh, so you guys uh, get a little more info from her on these events for next week uh, or the next week or two. We just got to get that uh, get a recording set up. So uh, hopefully we'll get that worked out here soon. Uh, but guys, just I'll, I'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, y'all, please be vigilant about these dangers that are 100% preventable for us. Uh, please get involved in your chapters. These both chapters that this podcast speaks to are working very hard to come to get come up with solid strategic plans. They're going to launch these chapters into success to improve our industries. Speak for our industry. Speak for our members. Um, solid educational events for you guys. Solid networking events for you guys, and just. A solid place for us to come together as a as an industry and a community and build on these relationships so uh, I can't encourage you guys enough to get involved so please like I've said before jump in with both feet and let's make this thing happen so with that guys stay safe out there and keep digging Tennessee